What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 268 of the Smart Out Moment Smack Talk podcast. This is the Hot Tags edition for the week, where we're going to be breaking down some of the current events, rumors, news, and anything else that's going on in the world of professional wrestling from the past few days that we find interesting, or funny, or anything else like that. As always, I am your host, Tony Mango, and joining me on the mic for this episode is Sean Walker. Ha <laughs> funny. Ha. Laughs. Jimmy Fleistucker. Lol. yeah that's unfortunately going to be one of our hot tags uh for this so let's just get right into that one i know this is one of the bigger ones that has happened throughout the week jimmy uh jimmy the snooper fly almost said i was uh did the whole crossover thing with the steamboat and all that (laughs) jimmy the superfly snooker yeah superfly jimmy snooker he passed away at the age of 73 and we've talked about him quite a bit over the past year or so with the allegations that he was responsible for murdering Nancy Argento, Argentino, that's what it was. Uh, mm-hmm. And we've kind of talked essentially about if he was guilty, then fuck him. And he just recently, I mean, this was like, you know, talk about cutting it to the end of the uh, of the road kind of a thing. They ruled out all the allegations and he doesn't have that on his record and all that other kind of stuff. So, you know, when you ignore that, then... You do the whole typical RIP, all that other kind of stuff. I am going to be a little bit negative on this kind of a thing, though. Um, I don't really like Jimmy Snuka all that much. Like, I'll admit it. I don't do that kind of thing that a lot of people do where it's like somebody passes away and they instantly become like, they were so great. Oh, my God, I'm going to miss them forever. and I'm going to cry and all that. It never really applies to me. I don't do that whole like now that they're dead, you have to talk better about them. Not going to talk shit about him, obviously, like that, especially if he wasn't responsible for murdering that woman. But, Mm. you know, when you look at the video package that they put up on Raw, they were all like, somebody, I can't remember who it was, I think it was Rollins, was like, he was the quintessential high flyer for jumping off the cage once. One move? Like, come on, you know what I mean? That's fuck out of here, Seth. That's the kind of stuff I don't really like, and you can give credit where it's due, where at that time, that was something that was totally unheard of, and it was revolutionary for whatever it was, but, you know, if you ask most people before this whole trial thing started and whatever, maybe like two years ago, whatever that was, what's your biggest memory about Jimmy Snuka outside of jumping off that cage? It's probably when he got hit in the head with the coconut. I was going to say the coconut. And that's more of a Piper thing, you know what I mean? Like, he never Mm -hmm. won any titles. He never really had, like, these, like, five-star matches that a lot of people talk about. So he was a legend. Yeah, you got to say that. Hall of Famer. A lot of people were big fans of him, so it's a shame that they've lost somebody that they were a fan of and all that. But I'm not going to go super crazy about gushing over him like a lot of other people will. Yeah, I'm the same. I, I I don't think it when people are dead. If they're dead, they're dead. If I If I care about them. Then I care about them. If I don't, then who gives a fuck? Yeah, it's. I'd rather people do that. I know people right now are probably listening to this going like, that's so disrespectful. I think it's more disrespectful to act like you give a shit if you don't. Yeah. If, if you act it, like, like some guy I know, he, he died recently. Like, he was a jackass in school. Oh, I'm going like, to go, oh, I know, we saw that he's dead like every other fucker on Facebook. You know, I'm not going to go on Facebook and go, oh, yeah, he's a fucking cunt. He was a cunt. Everybody mm-hmm. knew he was a cunt, but everybody's like treating him like he's like the sh- sunshine of his fucking backside. Yeah, and obviously, no. I mean, we're not going to be like, 
it sucks for Tamina, it sucks for his family, they lost a family member, all his friends, and all that other kind of stuff, our condolences go out to them, but I'm not gonna start putting him in my top ten favorite wrestlers of all time just because he passed away, you know? Hmm. He did wrestle without socks, though. <laughs> and he had that headband. Headband was kind of cool. Mm. It was an ugly-looking fucker as well. I like the beginning of his theme. Super, super, super fly. Should do that for some more other people. It should be like, uh, I don't know. Who would be like an interesting person that would have a good intro like that? Vader. <laughs> it's time. It's time. It's Vader time. <laughs> it's in that voice. <laughs> well, speaking of Vader, uh, even though he's not technically on the list, that was one of the rumors that we could have had him going into the Hall of Fame this year. But now it seems like we got some more information about some Hall of Famers. Uh, two that we have talked about recently on Hot Tags were DDP and Rick Rude. Neither of them have been confirmed yet. And now we do have one confirmation, and we have some other people that are in the mix. And I'm going to talk about the ones that are in the mix a little bit with the other one, because we all know the main thing that's going on this whole time. Kurt Angle is going to be inducted in the Hall of Fame. We're going to talk about him in a minute or so. But before we get to Kurt Angle, let's talk about the other ones that could potentially go in this year, as far as the rumors go. The Natural Disasters, Typhoon and uh, Earthquake. Christian could be going in. IRS. William Regal, and Beth Phoenix. And we know that they more than likely are going to have at least one person that's like in the tag team division. They usually tend to do a tag team, so natural disasters make sense. Yeah, They always have a woman, which makes sense. And Beth Phoenix yeah, uh, probably not going to get Russell anymore. I, I, I wouldn't put Beth Phoenix in. At all? That's just me. Uh, not right now. Like, she only, what, retired like Two years ago? It hasn't been too long. So I, I'd be okay with them waiting. There's a couple other people that are still kind of lingering around that they haven't put in yet. And they could do them first. Mm. Molly Holly isn't in yet. Uh, Ivory isn't in yet. Victoria isn't in it. I forgot about Ivory. Stacey Keebler isn't in it. Stacey Keebler should go into the Hall of Fame. Well, she, she didn't fuck all, though, to be fair. Well, her legs. Well, she was a huge, huge manager at the time. Uh, for the Dutty Boys and for Test. And just being a general woman in the company, getting a lot of attention, bringing a lot of eyes. I, I suppose she did a lot for WCW, though. Well, she was in that, though, yeah. It was Miss Hancock. Yeah, she could handle Mike Cock. <laughs> We have a question on the mailbag about uh, your love life, by the way. We'll get to that in a couple days. Oh, great. Um, Looking forward to it. If IRS goes in, I think that that's great. Obviously, the person who has to induct him is D- uh, Ted DiBiase. That's a guarantee. Or Bray Wyatt, either or. It would be weird if Bray Wyatt was doing it, because it'd just be like, hey, man, he's actually my dad. That's why I turned Keith, into a it? cult leader, because my dad's all into taxes and shit. <laughs> or Bo, either or. Bo, maybe, yeah. I think they'd go with DiBiase, though. They had that real strong connection between those two. Mm. No idea who would induct the natural disasters. Obviously, Edge would induct Christian. That's a guarantee. Yep. William Regal, though. Regal, I would say, definitely deserves to go in. He'll go in, for sure, at some point. If it's not this year, it's happening. I mean, this guy is a lifer. I'm just curious about who would induct him. It could be Finley, it could be Triple H, 
or H, as he'll pronounce it. Uh, it could be Brian. Could be Daniel Bryan, yeah. Could be like yeah. some off the wall, like. Tajiri. Yeah, like Tajiri or like Eugene or love, something. I you would know? love it if it was Tajiri, man. That'd be pretty interesting. So I like those rumors. I think everybody that's been rumored for this Hall of Fame this year, it makes sense, at least in some capacity. I will agree with you, though. Beth Phoenix, I could wait a little bit on. She can go, especially if Christian's there already, because Edge will induct Christian. And then I'm assuming that Beth will get somebody like, oh, actually, who would Beth have? It'd probably be Natalia, probably. I can see that, yeah. And if it's Natalia, I'm going to shoot myself because she did a, a Londa blah, 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 blah. Start again. Whatever her name was. Something Blaze. Alexa Blaze. Yeah, Alondra. I, I can't say it. Medusa. Pierce, my <laughs> yeah, Medusa, yeah. It'll probably be her, yeah. Now, because they were tagging for a little bit of the time there. A lot of people respect Natalia as like the top of the women's division in a lot of different ways. That could be the case. Maybe Michelle McCool. I don't know. She had a little bit of a connection with her, but probably Natalia. Or she'll mm-hmm. just get edged too. Ducked her too. <laughs> and just like stays on the stage and he's just like, yeah, I'll induct everybody. I'll induct the IRS. I'll induct natural disasters. I'll fucking induct people that aren't supposed to be on the card yet. It just announces some other people. That'd be pretty cool though. I like Edge. Edge is a good talker. So yeah, Edge can just host it all. It's the first episode of the Edge and Christian show, the Totally Rigs of Awesomeness season two. Now, Kurt Angle, he is the first official one. He's returned to the company, and he's been talking a little bit about some different things that are happening. He said that Steve Austin is going to induct him. That I'm surprised about. Oh, boo. I wanted Edge to induct him because of the whole... <laughs> he was the, Edge was the reason we got the You Suck chant, man. Man, they still... Even the announcement of Kurt Angle on Monday Night Raw, people are chanting You Suck. He's never going to live that down. They're going to chant that at the fucking Hall of Fame. It's like, that sucks. He doesn't mind, though, does he? He loves it, to be I, fair. I would laugh my ass off if I were him, you know? Because clearly the fans are doing it out of love. They're not doing it because they actually dislike him. But he said that he's most likely not going to wrestle, that they haven't really talked about it and stuff. Uh, he's going to assume. be in the Rumble. He is going to be in the goddamn Rumble. I don't think so. I don't think he's wrestling. If he does, I think it's not going to happen until later this year. I don't think they're going to build anything for WrestleMania for him. But I wrote I an article, if anybody's interested, they want to check out any of my ideas of who he could fight. Uh, I would like to see another Brock Lesnar-Kern Angle feud. Fuck that, man. I don't want to see any rematches that we've seen before. No John Cena, no Undertaker. Don't bring back The Rock and do him against Kurt Angle. Uh, so Kurt Angle versus AJ Styles. Yeah, no Styles, no Samoa Joe, no Austin You got to get Rusev. You got to do Dolph Ziggler, Cesaro. Give me Kurt Angle versus Jack Swagger, just because everybody always uh, attributes the two of them to each other. Some different things, you know? Hell, if he goes back, though, he's got to be a SmackDown guy. He was always a SmackDown guy to me. Uh, he He has to be. Can't go wrong. Kurt Angle versus Dean Ambrose could be interesting if they do some kind of a brawl, if he can do it, because we don't know if he can wrestle either. I mean, he's probably beat to shit. And he would assume always... that the company would be like, ah, we don't want to touch that, you know what I mean? Well, they did it with Sting. Well, not risk it. 
<laughs> Why not just risk it with him? It didn't work out well with Sting. Just, just one more match. That's all I want. Just against Brock again? Or, or you know, a surprise entrant for Raw Rumble. Number 22. Happy days. Why 22? Because it's my lucky number. <laughs> if it's not Kurt Angles. <laughs> well, he just comes out and gets crippled, then I'll be devastated. And he's like, no, it's Sean's lucky number. Why didn't this work? <laughs> uh, with everything that we're talking about tonight, by the way, everybody, leave your comments below. Tell us what your thoughts are with the Hall of Fame announcements and stuff like that, too. Um, we're going to move on to a different set of topics here. The United Kingdom Championship Tournament was just this past week, and uh, that we did a whole post show about that, so go ahead and check that out if you're interested. But there were rumors that they are going to be doing two more of them at least some point during this year, maybe even next year if they need to drag it out a little bit further, but that they could have an Asian champion and a Latin American champion. Oh, God. I don't like that idea. No, I don't like that idea. And it's not, you know, about like anti-Asian, anti-Latin American. I don't really like the idea of the United Kingdom Championship to begin with. Like, I, I don't. I understand the benefits to it. I understand why they would be interested in trying it out because if they don't try it out, you never know if it'll succeed. And if they try it out and it's great, then they can expand and do more territories and stuff. But I don't want them to think that they can just add a championship for every country, sort of, you know? Then there's no need for the world title. Yeah. Unless you're going to do, like, a at some point in the year, all the champions from all across the globe fighting, like, a battle royal to determine, like... Uh, now they can't call it the global is champion. The world you know? champion. <laughs> yeah, because they don't call it the world champion anymore. It's the universal and the WWE champion. So maybe they specifically took world out of it because they don't want that, you know? Yeah, but the WWE is the world wrestling entertainment. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so. But then it's the WWE universal champion, isn't it? So it's the world wrestling entertainment universal champion of the world of the. Blah, 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 blah. Fuck off. Somewhere down the line, we're going to get a parallel universe. They're going to enter, and it's going to be whoever that universal champion is. And it's going to be universal <laughs> champion versus universal champion for the multiversal championship. Oh, God. I can see it now. Some dude is going to come down painted green. He's going to be the Martian. Well, it'll be all spawned from the Flash because the Flash always <laughs> creates these crises on Infinite Earths and stuff like that. <laughs> It'll be like the Flashpoint uh, version of WWE, you know, where they're still called WWF, and that's the one change. Austin never became the King of the Ring in '96. It was actually Triple H because he didn't get punished. All that kind of shit worked out differently. Uh, what's his name? Terry Taylor didn't become the Red Rooster. He got the Mister Perfect gimmick, and they switched. <laughs> and then in, in the other universe, WCW actually won the ring. Yeah, so so it's actually the WCW Universal Champion. <laughs> Smackdown is a blue brand. Raw is the red brand. Well, no, it would be uh, it would be Nitro and Thunder. <laughs> Cats and dogs living together. It's crazy. So, if they do do the Asian Championship, the Latin American Championship, is there any other ones that you think that they should do? Um, like, should they have the Canadian champion? No. Fuck it. Let's have Compton. <laughs> the Antarctic champion? It's just all penguins fighting each other? South Pole, North Pole, all the <laughs> poles. 
South African, Zimbabwean, New Zealand, Australia. You got to do all those unless they're going to go into the Asian territories because they're part of the Asian world, I think. That's what they're called. They could go with uh, something that could include like Russia, Asia, that kind of a thing. Oh, God. Do you reckon they would step foot in Russia? <laughs> you guys aren't welcome in Russia. No, Rusev is. He's the only one that he goes over and he fights uh, Nikolai Volkov. <laughs> Whatever happens to his fucking star? Hey, like, he, he hasn't had worn that in a long while, has he? I know. I was I was wondering that the other day. I was like, positive he used to wear a star. What the fuck happened to it? They pawned it to pay did... for their wedding. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to another topic here. We have two injuries to report on Darren Young and Tajiri. Tajiri was injured on the January 5th NXT tapings, and Darren Young was injured this week on main event, and he lost. This is like the the worst thing to do. You get injured before the Royal Rumble, where you're almost guaranteed to be like involved in the match or possibly in consideration for it, which could be the only time of the year other than the WrestleMania match that he gets on the card. And he gets injured before it, and he gets injured in a way that he has to lose the match, and he loses it to Epico. It's like, dude, that's icing on the cake. <laughs> you got a loss to Epico on main event because you're injured and won't be in the Royal Rumble anymore. That's ah. gross. That sucks for Darren Young. Darren, you read... Make Darren Young great again. That's not going to work. You know, that lost all that steam after Trump started actually getting a lot of votes. <laughs> They were like, oh, this isn't just a joke anymore? Fuck. All right, well, let's stop pushing this guy. Right, he's out for a little bit. Not sure how long that's going to be. Tajiri's out with an injury, so that puts that Brian Kendrick feud on hold for a little bit. You were watching uh, 205 Live tonight, right? No. Oh, you skipped out on that? I I haven't watched any of the Cruiserweights. Really? Mm-hmm. So you haven't even checked out, like, Jack Gallagher and... Nope. Oh, you're missing out. Some fun stuff. We have, a, UK wrestling. we have a candidate for best inanimate object character of the year with William the Umbrella. It's going to be that versus Francesca uh, the Trombone 2 Turbo. And the list. <laughs> Fucking why? <laughs> well, there were three Williams tonight. Three umbrellas got used. So now it's triplets. Uh, I think that it sucks about the injuries, obviously. I don't think Darren Young's going to affect anything. The Tajiri injury is the bigger story because that screws up the Brian Kendrick feud, but he could end up being just a couple of weeks, and then it's not the end of the world either. You know, it's just a cruiserweight feud on 205 Live. It's not really that important. It's not like uh, Neville got injured and he was supposed to be champion or something like that, which I still think is going to happen. Still rooting for him. Good. I will right. right. He's so fucking, like, angry now. It's great. So Bob Backlund's going to take Thingamajiggy's spot, right, in the Royal Rumble. You know, they've had him do some physical stuff. I wouldn't be too shocked if he wrestled in the Royal Rumble, actually, at this point. That'd be fucking funny. He's been a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble, like, three times already. I know it was uh, Madison Square Garden 2000, I think. He was in that one. And he's, he gets eliminated and he exits through the crowd and people are just kind of like, oh, okay, Bob Backlund's in the crowd now and shit. I think he popped up in like 2007 or 2006 or something like that too. And he's just, he's a fucking loon. 
but he's great. I'd rather see him in the Royal Rumble than Darren Young, even if Darren Young wasn't injured. Mm. Imagine him in the Royal Rumble, and he's like the number one entrant, and number two is Braun Strowman or like <laughs> Brock Lesnar. God, uh, that'd be fun. And he actually eliminates some. That'd be great. <laughs> That's even better. All right, there's you got five people in the ring. You got Braun Strowman, Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, and Bob Backlund. Backlund eliminates all of them. With the chicken wing, it'd be great. <laughs> he eliminates them with a chicken wing, which isn't even a thrown over the top rope kind of thing. Puts them in a submission, and they're like, ah, ah, they start tapping out, and then they jump over themselves to eliminate. Bob Backlund wins. Wins the world championship at WrestleMania. That'd be close. <laughs> uh, I think our last topic that we were going to talk about tonight, yeah, uh, I don't have anything else written down here which probably means that there's going to be some huge story in the next, like, two hours or so, but is the NXT 2016 Year-End Awards. The nominations have been presented, which now that they are doing the Year-End Awards in, I guess, like, February, March, or whatever, does it say when they're going to do this? January 28th. Wow, okay, they're doing that real quick. Uh, That's on the pre-show. Which, that makes sense. That's kind of interesting to do that on the pre-show. Makes it a little bit better than just doing... The same old shit. But that's giving a little bit more credibility to the idea that they might do the Slammy Awards around WrestleMania, or actually even maybe part of WrestleMania or something like that. That'd be kind of interesting, but I I doubt that that's the case. Um, We have a bunch of different categories here. We've got NXT TakeOver of the Year, which is all the four different TakeOvers that they've got. Dallas, uh, TakeOver the End of the Beginning, which I still don't understand why they called it that, but okay. Stupid fucking name. The Toronto one and the Brooklyn one. Any you didn't actually check those out? You said right. Uh, I'm going with Dallas because that's the only one I've watched. I don't remember offhand which one I liked the best, but I usually like NXT Takeover. So that's you know kind of any of them are pretty good. They usually have like two or three great matches on each one. Although if I gotta remember correctly, I think it was Brooklyn was the one that I liked the best. I remember for sure yet? I gotta look back on those notes. But uh, we've got the NXT Tag Team of the Year, American Alpha, TM61, which, why are they in the running? Authors of Pain, The Revival, and DIY. Can't be TM61, that's a guarantee. I'd have to go with The Revival. I've gone with DIY. They were good. They're the tra- just, uh, tag champs now. Just because of Johnny Wrestling. See... Authors of Pain are going to be the tag team for this year, I think. They had a good run in 2016, but now they're just starting to hit that stride. American Alpha, they won the tag titles, but they lost them pretty quickly. Revival's been, like, the go-to standard, and I made, like, a big stink about them before, saying I didn't really like them all that much. I like them. They're good. Mm. We have the NXT Breakout Star of the Year, No Way Jose, Ember Moon, Andrade, Cien, Almas, Peyton Royce, and Billy Kay, and Sanity. Sanity can't be in the running. I don't understand that. They're, like, brand new. Andrade, Almas. Fuck that guy. No way, Jose. He's got a fun theme, but he's not a breakout star. Peyton and Billy, man. Yeah, they got my vote. Ember Moon's doing some good stuff, but Peyton and Billy have been, like, the cornerstones of the division outside of Asuka for this whole year. Yep. And everybody's finally seeing why I, why I like Peyton so much. It's great. She's so hot. Oh, man. Because she's hot. <laughs> Remember that when we do that tournament, everybody. 
Peyton Royce. Mm -hmm. She gets some votes this year. We have a NXT Female of the Year, which is down to Bailey, Nia Jax, or Asuka. Fucking Nia Jax in the list. I don't understand that either. This is Asuka's win. Yep. I mean, it's not even close. Like, Bailey was champion, but she lost it pretty early in the year. And Asuka's been destroying everybody. She's still undefeated. Nia Jax didn't really? do jack shit. Damn. Thought she would have lost by now. I, I she, don't think she, she's lost. Can she speak English yet? I don't know, actually. <laughs> I don't remember the last promo that she cut. If I remember correctly, she can speak better English than Nakamura. But then again, Nakamura can speak better English than today with Tommy. Mm. Can the uh, authors of Pain speak English? I don't remember ever hearing them talk. I don't no think idea. about it. That's a little bit weird. Uh, we've got the NXT Male of the Year. Finn Balor, Shinsuke Nakamura, Samoa Joe, and Bobby Roode. This is going to go to Nakamura. It is, but I want Roode to win. If they were going to go with who's my favorite of those four, Bobby Roode's my favorite, then... Ooh. Joe. Then, then Joe, yeah. And then, then Balor, Balor, then Nakamura. Nakamura, but... yep. I mean, Nakamura was the headliner this whole year. It makes perfect sense for him to win. Balor lost pretty early in the year. Then he didn't really stick around all that much longer, so he doesn't really count. Joe should be at least close to Nakamura. Bobby Roode came in a little bit later, and now he's he's kind of in the same thing as Authors of Pain, you know? This will be mm -hmm. his year. Then, of course, we have Competitor of the Year, which merges all those together. It could be a man or a woman that wins. Bailey won for last year, which well-deserved. This year, I still think it's going to be Nakamura, though. I think he's going to beat out Asuka. I reckon Asuka's going to win it. Really? Yeah. It would be. Uh, it would make a lot of sense. She is undefeated. She is the champion. It's supposed to be on par with the men's division, so you can make a case for Asuka. It's not going to be, like, as much as I like him, Bobby Roode's not going to win competitor of the year. Finn Balor shouldn't win it. Nijax definitely shouldn't. Bailey shouldn't. So, well, like I said, Finn Balor spent most of the year dead, so mm -hmm. he's not going to win anything. Probably win Injury of the Year, but then Hideo Itami's <laughs> probably got that beat. Injury of the Year. If there was an Injury of the Year category, I'm pretty sure Hideo Itami would win it every single time. He's just like that's well, the only goal he's going for in WWE. <laughs> and we have the final one here: NXT Match of the Year, which I'm not going to run down all these. There's like ten different ones, and it would take forever to do that. But a lot of these were fantastic matches. A couple tag team ones that were great, like the DIY versus Revival one from Toronto that was awesome. We got Shinsuke versus Joe. For a TakeOver, we've got Alpha versus Revival. That was another fantastic match. I got a feeling people are going to go Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I tell a lie, actually. The only one I watched was NXT Toronto. I got confused. It's hard to keep track of which ones are which, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> I mean, when everything's named the same, it's like, you know, you can tell that the Royal Rumble is the Royal Rumble one. <laughs> it's like, well, which uh, pay-per-view was the Elimination Chamber on? I don't know, Money in the Bank? Like, that stuff is easy. But when you go NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, NXT TakeOver Toronto, NXT TakeOver London, it's that all bleeds together, so. And when you have a lot of the same matches, too, like uh, Sami Zayn, uh, not Sami Zayn, um, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Samoa Joe, it's like, well, which one was the one where he did that, you know? yeah. And the only reason why I remember Toronto is because of Dillinger versus Rude, and that was my match of the year last year, so. 
That's on this list too. So it's a potential mm-hmm. winner. I really don't understand how Bailey versus Nia Jax is on the list. That doesn't make any sense to me. It's because she's related to The Rock. Maybe. So I got a couple on this list that I like a lot. Neville versus Finn Balor. I don't remember that one from NXT TV. I might not have seen that episode, actually. But I'm going to go, I think people are going to go with Zayn uh, versus Nakamura. There could be some other surprises. We could get Finn Balor versus Shinsuke Nakamura. That was a good match on NXT TV. But that's more than likely the one that I think they yeah, were going to end up getting. Dillinger Rude was glorious on a perfect 10. So... <laughs> I'm saying it, man. I really want them to put Ty Dillinger as the number 10 entry into the Royal Rumble. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be so good. Just like, you got that countdown, you know, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Eh. 10, 10. And it's like, what? Fucking. Everybody just says getting all confused with all this math. <laughs> <laughs> I mark out so hard. Oh, I mark out as well. I love Ty Dillinger. He's great. Alrighty, so that's going to wrap us up for the hot tags for this week. Everybody, as I mentioned before, leave your comments below. Tell us your thoughts on all these different subject matters. And if anything else happens throughout the week, then leave your comments below and try to get my opinions to say about any of that kind of stuff. Or if it ends up being a little bit later on where we still have time, we haven't done the mailbag yet, you could transform that into a mailbag question and then we can talk about it that way because we're probably going to do that on Friday night. I'm going to try to do a lot of Friday recordings now to get more people involved. And we also have another thing that'll kind of eat up a little bit of time, which I just recorded yesterday. I did a Sporkle quiz for the whole lineup of everybody in the Royal Rumble. Not going to say whether I got everything correct or not, but uh, you will be able to find that out sometime on Wednesday or Thursday or so. We got the IWC outreach coming up next after this sometime on Wednesday, probably afternoon, probably early at night, something like that. That's what you got to look forward to over the next couple of days. So uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button and that little bell notification icon thing that goes next to it too. That way you can be aware of when we post things outside of if you just follow the Facebook, the Twitter, the website itself, blah, blah, blah. Uh, anything you want to promote on your end, John? Watch the last episode and then you'll know my promos. Your promos? My promos. I'm going <laughs> to stick with it. Your I'm promos. tired. It's 5 o'clock in the morning. If you want to see if you can spell that, that's what it comes down to. Uh, you can mm-hmm. find the link below to the Twitter account and stuff and follow everything yep. else like that. And you can follow me at a mango tree and at Tony Mango and all the other places, Fanboys Anonymous, and blah, blah, blah. Click on my sites, follow a whole bunch of different things, and just keep going down that rabbit hole. But we will see you next time, everybody. This is it for this episode. Thanks for listening. This has been another Smart Out Moment, and we are being counted out. 